so writer Amy Herzog and director Anne Kaufman. Um, this is a premiere, Broadway premiere of the play Mary Jane that starred, that starred, that was off Broadway in 2017. It's all about um, Spider Man's girlfriend, <sighs> Rachel McAdams, Mary yeah. Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Hollywood comes to Broadway part three, part 800, part 929, yeah. 529, and how many actors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood strikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all we got to say. Have us a host. Hey, Tony's. We'll host it. Hey, Tony's. Hello, and welcome to episode 101 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Snowmageddon's production of Frozen 2 Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I still don't know where the subscribe button is. Is it down? Is it up? Is it all around? It'll, but it's red, or it used to be red. So yes. and look for it. Bell, little bell icon. You can get notifications every time one of our episodes come out. Guys, come on. We know technology. <laughs> We know it. Uh, to find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our spring theater preview. All right, Rachel. Hello. 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 Welcome. Episode 101. <laughs> we got I feel like we're like come come one oh it's like it's like when you go to your first um class in college and it's like one oh like math oh, right. one oh one or like economics one oh one. This mm-hmm. is us, spring theater preview one oh one. I just I'm excited. I didn't mention it last week, but I should have triple digits. We're in triple digits. That's I think crazy. you did mention it last did week. Did I? I don't <laughs> yeah. Also, we're we're we will never talk we'll never talk about Hamilton ever again. <laughs> now it that was, we've done the episode. <laughs> it was a lot of Hamilton, but it was yeah. good. And then I kept thinking about Hamilton, so it really mm-hmm. got stuck in my brain, you know? Yeah. Rachel was so. singing helpless while she went to sleep. <laughs> I was helpless yeah so good i'm um, not sure that's a sleeping song but yeah you're right it's quiet uptown i don't know we didn't talk yeah. about that song in the episode <laughs> and yeah uh, oh sorry. goodness but the well, gas yeah. um the gas. 
so good. Yes, episode 101. I can't believe we're already doing the Spring Theater preview. I feel like we've been talking about it actually for months because of how many shows are opening. Yes. <laughs> I know. Well, and I was going to, as as Taylor knows, as of recording this, outside there are seven inches of snow and yes. some ice. So it doesn't feel like springtime. Right. right. <laughs> or that I'm ready for springtime. Obviously, it's not yet spring. It's still winter. But yeah. we're previewing our spring theater mm-hmm. what's coming to broadway mostly is what we're going to talk yeah. about i feel like a lot of broadway i have my local local stuff Me. pulled up because we always like to talk about that and then yeah. some other i've like but who knows if we'll even get to it well we might just have to like because be like here we go there's so much happening there's on so broadway much. yeah yeah yeah, so much, which is exciting. I mean, there's a lot happening. And uh, if you saw our stories this week, I posted <laughs> uh, a thing about one of these shows that's op- that is uh, that we'll talk about today, which is very surprised. Were you surprised about that show announcement? I was, and um, <laughs> I said, "Is uh, Broadway overstuffed? Is is this season overstuffed?" Are we like eating at Thanksgiving and we've been to three meals and now we don't know what to do? And now we're going to. Yes, my pants don't fit. We're going to have some leftovers and maybe it's a weird Thanksgiving sandwich. (laughs) Uh Yeah. 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 It's a perfect metaphor. (laughs) Um, what was I going to say? I don't even know. But yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Snowmageddon, of course. It, Rachel in Nashville yes. is getting so much snow. So that's that reference in case anybody wanted to know. Yes. it. And Southerners don't know how to deal with the snow. I'm just going to, I don't mean to go on record about it. Um, but that's all I'm going to say. Like we really, yeah. the infrastructure really could have supported the city not shutting down for seven inches of snow. Right. Anyway. Right. Well, again, Bye. we are a political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With Hamilton and now talking about the Nashville's infrastructure. I mean, what you are know, we going to do? You know me. <laughs> I know. Well, of course, we need to talk about our appetizer, our our first little our snow ice our, our snow, snow ice cream our snow ice i've never made snow ice or uh, don't they call it something else snow cream, snow ice cream? Snow cream? i don't know snow cream i don't know but yeah well, so you've never cream. made it no i i haven't i'm not but it doesn't even snow here that much anymore <laughs> snow um i would love some snow to be honest i would love for our our city to be closed they can have mine days. Yeah, yeah. Just take it all. <laughs> of course, we need to do our current theater Broadway news segment. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 And um, this week, there's there's quite a few things that happened. Some things that will fodder some discussion. I hope. <laughs> Um, but then we also always lack discussion points. It's true. It's true. But also there's some things that I was just like, what, especially this first one, which is that lame is the movie musical, the Tom Hooper joint, which I also just saw that the, the most recent Tom Hooper joint cats is on Netflix right now. So everyone go and watch it before it leaves. Um, <laughs> have I already watched it? <laughs> oh, you have, you have. 
Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. I just wanted to know if it was as bad as I remember it being. <laughs> Rachel had her own private rowdy screening at her house. And I thought, wow, this actually would be so good to watch like we do Rocky Horror Picture Show where we have little mm-hmm. sayings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One so, day we will do a live stand episode. By it. Just watch that movie. Alive, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh anyway, uh, the other movie, peaceful joint, Les Miserables, is coming back into theaters on February twenty third. Do you, I don't even know why, why? it's happening? Why? Yeah. And it's not even really near Valentine's Day, so I feel like that. Like, if you wanted to go see, what says love more than lots of death? That's exactly. And the French Revolution. That's all you I'm know, saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also because the ten year anniversary was last year, as we talked about. Yeah, I just two years I, ago. Two years ago. Why? I once again ponder. Why? Yeah. Whatever. So I guess Tom Hooper wasn't getting any work since Cat, so he went in and did a little edit. And <laughs> a little edit. And wanted to put this out in the world again, which is fine. I thought about going to see it because I have my movie subscription. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if I have if I make the time for it. We'll see. Time because I can watch it at home too because I own I, it. So. You know, here's my I this this will lead into our second little point here. But um, I listened yeah. to a podcast this week and I sent it to Taylor and it's from Today Explained, which is mm-hmm. not a podcast about musicals. But I they did have a whole... that I did not have time to listen to this. No, yeah. And we'll yeah. we'll link in the show notes and you know yeah. um Taylor will listen later. But yes. I it, it's all about why Hollywood's hiding movie musicals mm-hmm. and like all that. So I wonder if maybe Les Mis is the experiment where they're gonna well, they See definitely it does hide well. in the marketing of Les Mis. That I know. I, mean, I know. I know. So, But I'm wondering if they're going to compare it in the current market where people have been hiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hiding that things are musicals. But anyway, the, the podcast is really great. It's 25 or so minutes. And it talks a lot about why, you know, I don't know a lot about Hollywood, to be honest. But why some of Who these does? things might be like a move and what that means for like right. normal theater goers. And it's it's... Mm-hmm. To hear people who aren't necessarily musical theater people talk about it was really awesome and yeah. very interesting. So I highly recommend that. Um, well, Wonka that. has made almost $600 million at the box office, which is insane. <laughs> Crazy. Insane. Yeah. Color Purple has kind of died off a little bit, which I'm kind of sad about because um, it's a great movie. Um, but Mean Girls, as we're going to discuss right now, um, Rachel and I got a chance to see the movie this past weekend. Mean Girls made a pretty good lump of change for the four-day weekend. I mean, like 40, almost forty million. Um, and on a, bu- I mean, the budget of the movie was only thirty million, so they made back their budget within the first weekend. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Some of it does show that it was made for that, but you know. <laughs> Um, also they didn't have any big like like the biggest star in the movie is Tina Fey and she wrote it and also produced it so um, just a mini review we just want to <laughs> let you guys a mini La La Bland if you will maybe one day we'll do it on the maybe show. one day we really will yeah, and we'll say we'll not market it as musical <laughs> you know what's so funny is but one of my coworkers on Sunday night was like did you see the new Mean Girls movie and because she knows I love movies and I was like, yeah, I did. I saw it with my sister. And she was like, did you know it was a musical? And you were like, like yeah. yeah. 
I was like, yeah, I did the music note, obviously, in the in the in the low Yeah, note. a big tell, big tell, big tell. And she was like, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> her and her friend, her roommate went, and they literally they were like, second song in. We were like, wait, is this a musical? <laughs> she was yeah, because like, the first song, you're like, maybe it's not a musical. Maybe right, that's just right. how they're introing the the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I give this movie a generous six out of ten. I just want to let everyone. Wow, that's Um, really. I had a good time. Like, wait, on a scale of cats, can you do that for me for cats? Oh, where's cats on a one to ten? I haven't seen all of cats because I the movie. Yeah, I have not watched all of it. I thought we've talked about. Okay, from thirteen the musical to this, where's thirteen the musical? Thirteen is like a three. And this is a six? Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, wow. I don't know where Wonka is then. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. scale, you yeah. really need to recalibrate this I scale. I know, my scale. Someone needs to send me an actual scale and we need to figure this out. Um, I enjoyed, like, I had a good time, but I think this the Broadway show is a little bit better, which, I mean, I guess that's, it is what it is. I've seen it on tour. And but anyway, Renee Rap is like the 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 gold of this movie. I think like she yeah. is the best part of the movie. The yeah. way she plays Regina in the and I know it's very different. I feel like than how she played it on stage is yeah. Like you can tell that she really changed it a little bit for film. There's it's very nuanced and very. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite internal. I feel mm-hmm. like. Um. I really liked a lot of her choices. It's she's yeah. just a very different Regina than Rachel McAdams, which I think yeah. is so smart and very um it's very updated in that way, which obviously the sh- the movie is updated. Um mm-hmm. for sure. I had I I thought some of the musical numbers the way they were staged were interesting like like someone gets hurt was very interesting and World Burn was obviously great. <laughs> Um, yeah, but a lot of it felt like even revenge party, it all felt like, like little music videos to me. Mm-hmm. Was, okay. Yeah. 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 And I wanted, I wanted more Damien, um, yes. and, and Gory Rice who plays Katie was like the worst casting I've ever seen. She was <laughs> not good. Um, other than that, it was, it was fun. Lindsay Lohan was great. I saw that spoil. It was spoiled for me before. From yeah, Broadway World. We love Broadway yes. World, but y'all spoiled but they it. They also have spoilers. Yeah. I know. I was the only person in my okay. I went with people who Mean Girls probably came out. They're a little bit older than me. So Mean Girls came out at maybe a more appropriate, like right at their cultural mile marker. Mm-hmm. Which it totally we talked about this before right. with but Mean Girls is totally something like ingrained in a lot of our culture yeah. anyway. So it's not like I missed anything, and I've obviously seen the movie. Um, really? but we, we talked about off mic that, that we were eight when the first movie came yes, out. So yes. like we weren't the so we were not audience, the target audience. But like we know the movie really well. Yeah. So. So, but yeah, I was the only one out of the six of us who saw the spoiler, and it's because of Broadway World. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Broadway World, but don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Wow. Well, those are a lot of thoughts for me to digest, Taylor. Yeah. My thoughts. Um. Wow. I can't believe you gave it a six out of ten. I realized. Okay. While I was watching the movie, I was kind of like, oh, "What's going on? 
Um, because it felt like I was going from Renee Rapp Broadway style, although yes, very there's actually a really good interview that Tina Fey does. Um, and let me I'm gonna see if I can find it. We can link it in the show notes, mm-hmm. but she talks about how Renee changes so many of her like uh Regina isms uh to fit the the film. Like to yeah. fit like being filmed. And mm-hmm. she was like basically Renee Rapp is like a she's extremely talented in all ways. Like for someone to sing like a Broadway star and be great on Broadway and have great stage presence as a pop star, which she basically mm-hmm. is becoming. Right. And to be so nuanced in her ability to play a character on film, like that's like that's actually really impressive. It's really impressive. Yeah. So the interview is really cool. But anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought in that. Oh, so Renee was so good. So you have someone who's like so good and so above everyone else. And she's supposed to be the villain. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then everyone else is like, oh, or like, Um, and so there's no momentum. Like every, like, that's what I realized, like both within the music, the way that they redid some of the Mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. Also, I kept it. I was such an old person. I was so old while watching this movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, can they turn it up? Like, why is it Mm -hmm. so soft? I like needed people to be screaming in my face. I I, like really needed, there was no momentum. All the songs felt very like. Toned down. Yeah. Except for when Renee was singing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, if I was well, supposed to, root, a choice, but it was a choice. I think, I don't think someone mm-hmm. sat in that sound booth and didn't think about that, but I'm also like, but then you, d- you made me think that she is the, like the main character and she's the one I'm supposed to root for then. Like, right. it's really hard for me to root for anyone else besides her. Cause she's uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah. The, I, again, and Gory Rice who played Katie was like, not very likable. She was I a real mess. Even from the beginning, so then, and Lindsay Lohan is like, I think obviously Lindsay Lohan's like persona is likable, like her persona outside right. of during that time when the movie came out, she was likable. So I think that automatically, but yeah, I agree. I just, I not, okay. And then I like, I just don't even know what else to say because I have so many thoughts yeah. about it, but I will, I, I will say I really I really think that we could have just done a pro shot of the stage musical. Right. Yeah. With and added these cast, these the, some of the cast really could have, uh, like Ali'i, like a hundred percent would have loved to see her yeah. as Janice. Like yeah. she was really good. I just needed more from her, and mm-hmm. I think that the film medium was stopping her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and there were a few characters like that where I'm like, I just feel like this is the this medium isn't for you, and it's not translating right. for me. Um. And I will say, if you're not going to make every character who sings in the movie, in the musical, sing in the movie, then why have other characters who also can't sing? Why write new songs for them to also not sing well? Like, I'm just like, it's okay if not everyone sings in a movie musical. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're already cutting songs from the musical to make the movie... And like Aaron doesn't sing at all. Right. Then just don't make Katie sing. She also, like. I just I can't. There's also I'll, I'll link to a TikTok, but basically it's like why are theater kids upset right now? And it's the line where she 
the line from the musical um, where it's like, and I can't even watch when he touches her, his hair and I, or her, yeah, when she touches his hair and I watched a snake eat a cow from the musical version. And you're like, and then you listen to it from the movie musical version. And it's like, da, 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 da. Da, da. Right. I was like, why did we do strange things with the tempo, with the volume? Just cut the song. If she can't right. sing the song the way it's supposed to be sung, just cut the song. It's okay. We're all going to survive. And actually, it might have been better. I might have been able... There was no scene work with Katie where I was like, this is good. Right. So this is the hard part. There was Because there was no momentum for us to believe Katie over Regina. And mm-hmm. that was the whole, like, I literally went in rooting for Renee Rapp already because she's my sexuality. And then she opened her mouth mm-hmm. and I was like, I am unwell. This woman, Rachel's, I'm unwell. Rachel's 2024 sexual awakening is now Renee Rapp instead of Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just like, can Renee Rapp and Timothy Chalamet be in a musical? That would be great. Thank you. That would be great. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Erica Henningsen, where are you at? I know you're like 40 years old, but not really, but (laughs) she was so great in the musical. Oh, yeah. I just, I think that that's, this is also what's so hard. I went with people who've never, who most of whom had never seen the musical or listened to the music of the musical. And they were like, that was fine. But why did we do that? Like, why did we remake Mean Girls? Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here livid. Like, Mm -hmm. That was what was so interesting was I actually think that it maybe was an okay, enjoyable experience if you weren't so attached. This is why I make this argument about when you listen to a soundtrack and a cast album too much and then you go see the touring company and you're like, that was not the same. I'm pissed. But someone who's never listened to the cast album was like, it was fine or it was pretty good, actually. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that this movie was amazing. (laughs) But it wasn't under six out of ten, and it was terrible. Yeah, I was when I was when it when it finished. I was like, I kind of just want to watch the original on that. Like, I kind of just wish I had watched the original. That's kind of how I I just wish I had watched a pro shot of the musical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So go spend your money. That was that was a a large mini. uh, Once it comes down to Paramount Plus, I would recommend. I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'll watch it again. I will not okay. watch 13 again. So there's that. Um, we're going to try and do these next ones pretty rapid. Yep. Fire rapid. We, rapid we, fire. We we're doing it. Yep. Out and John became an EGOT this week. That's very crazy. Exciting. In case you guys didn't know, he won he an Oscar for The Lion King. He won Grammys for all of his original music. Tons of stuff. He won a Tony for Aida, which we did not know. I was looking it up before. I thought it was Billy Ellen. That's crazy. I know. And then the Emmy for his recent um, last concert, which is exciting at Dodger Stadium. Good for him. Um, him. Speaking of movie musicals, this is is crazy. Who knew this was even in existence? And who wants this? That's what I want to know. Big River, the film adaptation... Is in the works from Chicken and Biscuits writer Douglas Lyons. Um, this Big River, of course, Huckleberry Finn, right? It's like Huckleberry mm-hmm. Finn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be interesting. That's all I'm going to say. 
It'll be something. Speaking of something, this was news I knew was going to happen, but did not think it was going to happen so well, soon. Well, I knew the ticket sales weren't doing well. Cause, and then they started We doing looked at the Broadway like, grosses. All these flash sales or whatever, and I was like, ooh, you're not doing well. Yeah. I like to look at the Broadway grosses just to get a state of the world. Um, but yeah, when you start receiving eight emails from tickets today or whatever it is <laughs> that they're doing like a two for one sale for the next three weeks, you're like, mm. amazing. Yeah. So a, I don't know if they should have done a limited run like Gutenberg. Yeah. I don't know. I do feel bad for the cast for sure. Mm-hmm. Harmony, as Taylor says, the whitest show on Broadway announces its closing date on February 4th. So yeah. that's super soon, guys. But at so least they gave soon. them more than one week. Because I was afraid when they, I didn't, you know, you wake up on a Tuesday and you go to work and they could, they mm-hmm. they don't have to tell you about seven days ahead, if even, depending right. on which theater you're in. Right. Well, I also wonder at some point, does the cast know, like if they see there's like no one in the audience when they're performing. Like there's got to be a know. conversation, but sometimes, yeah. sometimes you don't fully know, right? It's true. It's true. Um, I feel bad for Ken Davenport, who is one of the lead producers on this show, but I follow him on social media and he was like, this show deserves to be in the conversation. And I was like, does it though? (laughs) In my head. Yeah. Um, Adrian, you're fine. Adrian Dunbar will star with Stephanie J. Block and Kiss Me Kate in London for a limited run starting on June 4th through September 16th. When I saw this, I thought that was um, I thought that was Victor Garber, (laughs) and I was like Victor Garber and Stephanie J. Block. That's amazing. Not read the headline because I'm sorry, Adrian Dunbar, but yeah, very exciting. Yeah, and and um, I'm actually really this will be really interesting. So. Yeah, I did not think that that was what was going to open in London, but it's a limited run, so we'll see. Yeah, limited for for Stephanie for sure. Yeah. Um, this was this was a wild announcement. I think you should take this one because you are sure repping the mug today. Yeah. There, there Product placement. Yeah. Um. No, so I think we mentioned last week that Shucked was going to close mm-hmm. and it did. And we knew it was closing. Mm-hmm. Um, my, it closed on Sunday as of recording this. So last Sunday, so two Sundays when you're listening to this. Um, and my favorite part was the marquee said, you missed it. Like you, you shuck and missed it mm-hmm. is what it said. Um, mm-hmm. Close, just closed, which I think is so funny and good for them for continuing to have great marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we already know, Shucked announced a national tour. They opened, they announced a West End open. But the night of the final bows, after the bows, what? <laughs> it was announced that there was going to be a movie production of Shucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the cast I, clearly did not know. Yes. Because um, all of them are like, what Alex did he just say? Was like, what? <laughs> And what? then and then and then they were like, I guess good for us. <laughs> yeah. like, and then they were like, bye. Like that's all it was. I was like, what? Bye. Yeah. And there really so wasn't that much news coverage on this either. So I guess maybe No, like, but all of the my TikTok theater influencers, it's right. they've talked about it, of course. Right. 
I find this very, I mean, honestly, this is only somewhat surprising. It's not that surprising thinking about the producer or thinking about the writers of this um, musical. I do wonder, is it going to be like a Dear Evan Hansen, Mean Girls situation? No, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, or are we going to get a film version of this? Like, are we going to get a pro shot? Or are we going to like put this in as like a movie musical? Does that make sense? I feel like it's going to be a movie musical. Of course it is. And it's going to be like Oklahoma. I just hope that Alex Newell is in it. That's all I hope. So If Alex is not in it, I will be so mad. Yeah. Unless they didn't, unless they said they didn't want to be in it. Right. If they, they're offered it and they turn it down, you know, respect. I'm still going to be mad, but respect. We need, and we need Reba to be, uh, have a cameo. True. That's what we need. True. You heard it here. In Caroline, in Inner Biner, in yeah, in yeah, Inner Beckler, Beckler. She's so great. Um, this is crazy. Successions, Nicholas Braun, also Sky High's Nicholas Braun. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Is starring in Lobby Hero in the West End. Um, I assume he's going to be doing because this was on Broadway a couple years ago. Is he going to be doing the Chris Evans part, like the the cop role, I guess? I don't even know. I don't know. Chris Evans was in it on Broadway um, with Brian Tyree Henry, and I heard it was amazing. I heard he was very good. Um, yeah. 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 Um, last but certainly not least, we got pics. The paparazzi, the, the yeah, they out there. Um, we got pictures of... <laughs> Of the notebook on Broadway. Um, and also we got pictures of Boy George and Moulin Rouge. And here's where I just side side note real quick. My mother, I love you, yeah. emailed me, emailed me a link to an article that says Boy George in Moulin Rouge sneak preview. No context, <laughs> nothing else, just the link sent from my iPhone is what it said. Like that's the entirety of the email. Respect. I respected so much. I responded back and said, I know I wish we could go. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I am intrigued by all of that. Also the notebook, but my mother did not send me an email about the notebook. notebook We recently talked to someone who's in the theater world said that that's going to be one of the big musicals this year. So We'll take that with what time will live. tell because, yeah, we're going to talk about all the musicals coming to Broadway. We sure are. We sure are. And that transitions us into our spring theater preview. Wow. So much happening this spring. Um, I think I counted 15, 14 or 15 new musicals opening this spring. It's too many. It's too yeah. many. I'm you, gonna we'll just we'll just stay at the front. It's too many. Yes, we're yeah, oversaturated. Rachel, do, you, do you think we're overstuffed? The turkey is too stuffed. Yes, uh, you yeah. know, I here's the thing. Where if you are pulling from the same audience, you can't go see five shows. I right. can't afford to see five shows. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to attract tourists who like already know a brand that's great except that maybe there's more than one now and so Mm -hmm. i just it's really hard i i don't feel like broadway is oversaturated because there's a reason there are that many theaters 
I do think that it's oversaturated with new things coming to Broadway with the current economy and the costs for shows to open on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like if there were already 15 shows that were going to just continue to run and they were just our standard 15 Broadway shows that are already there. And then we had 10 more new ones come, then that's like a good, that feels like a good balance. Mm -hmm. When you have however many we're going to say today opening on Broadway, that's, it's just so Mm -hmm. many. And I think part of it is this, like some of, some of them are doing limited runs and like, that's a good Mm -hmm. way to not, over you know sat like over um do yourself with your budget but it's still oversaturating the market mm-hmm. yeah gutenberg is an interesting example because it does have star power but it also is a limited run but then also with the producer thing with the new producer every show like that i think generated so much buzz about the show yeah. like what who was the producer going to be mm-hmm. and then I think it's done pretty consistently well since it opened. So like that's, but it wouldn't be able to do that forever. No, that's true. You know, like, I think think that part of its likability is it's limited run. Sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, no. You're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, we'll see how that does at Tony season. But first we will um, start here with a show that has already had its first preview on January 6th. We talked about this um, two weeks ago on our cast albums episode. This is Days of Wine and Roses starring Kelly O'Hara and Bryce, Bryce, Brian, Bryce, Brian, Bryce, 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 um brian darcy james the one and only um this is uh opening at studio 54 and uh its official opening is january 18th so it is coming here soon directed by michael greif one of the first musicals that we will talk about directed by michael Greif. one of Um, the first the first of a few the first of a few uh, I'm excited for this. I think we, we talked about it last week. It's a musical adaptation of the 1962 um, Warner Brothers film. Um, it's about a couple. It's about it's set in set in the 60s, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's about their dependency on yeah alcohol and each other, and just them coping with all all of that. It's kind of a different thing for Kelly O'Hara. I feel like. That's what uh, I was saying, and yeah. even when when you listen a few however many weeks ago, when you listen to the music, you're just like, "Wow, she's this is different for her, but she's killing it. She's mm-hmm. killing it." Yeah, yeah. I think it is it limited. Am I wrong? Sixteen week. Yes, you're right. It is limited. It is limited. Sixteen weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But I think that's because of the stars in it. So. Yeah. What are you gonna do? We'll see. What do we have next? Another next show, a little bit. Are we doing? Oh no. Okay. Another Are you starry on the show. article. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Um. Also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. The next show. Uh. First preview is February second, and then opens on the 29th of February at the American Airlines Theater. It's Doubt, the play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it's a Tony winning and Pulitzer Prize winning play already and is coming back to Broadway. And Quincy Tyler um, Bernstein's in it. Zo- Zoe? 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 Zoe?
Zoe? Zoe Kazan, yeah. Kazan. Um, Leah Schreiber. And uh, Tyne Daly. Tyne Daly. Yeah. Yes. Very exciting. Have you seen the movie of this? No. With, I, uh, uh, I don't think so. And Meryl Streep and Viola no. Davis. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've heard I have not great. seen I have not seen it. I, yeah, I, I'll be very interested in in this. Um, one of one of a few plays. There's not many plays opening. Yeah, I would say there, that's always that feels like that's always the case. Um, during, I w- I think spring especially. I feel like last year we had so many like because we had Leopoldstadt and we had the. Doll's House, and we had the... That's fair. It was play-heavy, uh, maybe. It was play Because we talked about that at our Tony's. Now we're swinging the other way. Yeah, we are swinging the other way. Pendulum swings. Speaking oh, of... Had, had to get that financing. Um, for all the had, to get that, had, to get, had to get the budget off the ground. The costume budget. The tap dancing yeah. budget. The budget for this show is probably... I don't know. I feel like it's mid. Um, this is the Notebook musical, which we did talk about. Um, at the Gerald Schofield Theater. Um, this is preview starting February 10th, opening on March 14th. Directed by Michael Greif, second. Dang, um, take a this shot. is two of a yeah. few. Yeah, take a shot. Um, and um, Shalee Williams, of course, based on Nicholas Sparks' novel. I hear they take a lot from the novel, actually, is what I've heard. Instead of the movie. Um, and the movie. I, I've, I mean, obviously, even that, that one photo that's been going around. Of, yeah her in the blue dress and it's like looks like it's raining like that's straight out of the movie movie but um this uh music and lyrics by ingrid michelson with a book by crazy bronstetter who wrote on this is us i think we've talked i was gonna ask you yeah has becca bronstetter done anything else in the theater world i don't think so i think this is both their first thing but this had a off Broadway run in Chicago at the Chicago Shakespeare Center, um, and I think the reviews were pretty well did pretty well. Um, yeah, and we've talked about the casting on this show. It's a very interestingly casted musical. Um, oh wait, sorry, I'm reading. Becca Bronstetter is the person who she's written a few plays, including The Cake. If you recall me last year talking about how my local theater was doing that play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's written for plays, but this, I think, is the first book of a musical. Oh, amazing. We love that, Becca. Yeah. Yeah. I love this story. I think it has the potential to be a very emotional and poignant story. I think it's like even the movie is still like very relevant because of the subject matter of falling in love but also like someone like having diagnosed with alzheimer's and and being read this their their life story back to them like that's just like timeless like everyone can relate to that so i I think think it'll be interesting to see yeah i think the one thing that i'm looking at um for this musical based off of solely what other people have been trying to articulate is does the racial blindness of the casting, is that going to, are we going to address it? Are we going to break the fourth wall and address it in some ways? Are we, Mm -hmm. is it not going to matter? Like, how are we going to handle that? Obviously there was some intentionality or at least acknowledgement of that kind of casting. So I am curious if that plays any newer, different roles in 
the way that it's adapted on stage. I saw an interview with the girl who plays Middle Alley, or yeah, Adult Alley, I guess. Is that um, Joy? Joy Woods? Joy, maybe. Joy. Yes. Yeah. She's from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, not I guess not fully like older Adult Alley, so I guess Middle Alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she talked about how the the what she loves about the casting of it is that it shows that anyone can relate to these characters it's not just one individual race or gender or sexuality or whatever like anyone can relate to it which i think is an interesting concept Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. absolutely we'll see um next very different (laughs) we have a circus uh my my sister texted me about this and said grant gustin can sing Okay, literally, why were th- I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This uh, is Water okay. for Elephants playing at the Imperial Theater, um, preview starting February twenty fourth, opening on March twenty first. The musical adaptation of the book and the movie Water for Elephants, um, starring Grant Gustin, super, not Superman. What was he? Super? Wait, what was he? No, the Flash. The Flash. The Who's Flash. the Flash? And Isabella McCalla, oh, yeah. who just came off right. of her. Mm-hmm intro or her replacement in shucked and also before that originated on in the prom yes as Alyssa green Alyssa green yeah so good yeah um, she's amazing so it says here writers pig pen theater company that's interesting and uh uh music and lyrics in a book by rick elise um yeah, we'll see how this goes. This to me seems like a little bit of harmony in the fact that um it could it, it has the potential of it closing early. So earlier than we would expect. But maybe I could be wrong. But I does it not okay, here's my thing. Is the audience of the notebook not the same audience? Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally. And the notebook it, in my opinion, is going to attract more people. Mm-hmm. You probably have to pay less mu- less people. Like, I just have lots of thoughts about. Who, who is re-watching the Water for Elephants movie? No one. I didn't even watch it the first time. I yeah. couldn't even do yeah. it the first time. Yeah. Um, another play. Okay, which is plays. I know. Yeah. And I mean, we have the people playing at the Circle in the Square Theater. I love the Circle in the Square Theater. Fascinating. So yeah. interesting when different shows go there. and utilize the space previewing on february 27th opening on march 18th starring jeremy strong michael imperially and victoria peditri i hope that's correct um yeah jeremy strong the most method he wasn't at the uh emmys this past because he was apparently rehearsing this because he was in the enemy of the people a month and two months early yeah, that, that poster is very intense already. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I love. I think Jeremy Strong's a great actor. I've seen him in. It's so funny to think about people that when they become big, like he's so big now. But I've seen him before. He did Succession and other things, and I'm like, oh yeah, he is a great actor. Yeah. Um, yeah weird. Very weird. Yeah. Well, well we we'll love see. When people come to Broadway. 
I was just going to say, I still feel like everyone's coming to Broadway. It still feels like everyone's still coming to Broadway. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. This next one gets a pass because they were in the West End and now they're doing a Broadway production and they're a one, it's a one person show. So they get a pass on everyone's coming to Broadway. So at the Lyceum Theater, the first preview will be on February 27th and then opening March 12th. Um, Rob Madge is starring the one and only starring in my son's a queer, but what can you do? And this is his solo show autobiographical. It opened, um, well, it actually first played at the Edinburgh fringe festival and then it opened in the West end and it was Olivier. Uh, it had an Olivier nomination, mm. um, which is awesome. And I um, believe it's limited. It's like eight weeks or something. It is a limited run. Yes. And what was really cool, and this is no longer helpful information, but what was really cool was that this um, show was putting on a special kind of lottery. And so you actually could apply for all of the preview time. So any preview starting February 27th until the day before opening. Wow. Apply for the lottery, like however many weeks ago and then yesterday as of recording this was the day that you got to notified if you could if you won the lottery that way you could plan your trip that's kind of cool why don't we do this why don't we do this because you know i put myself in to the lottery yeah yeah that is wild but anyway, I'm really excited for Rob Madge. I'm really excited mm-hmm. for that show. And I, the Lyceum Theater has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, such good theater. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, why don't you do this next one? Because I feel like you know the next, a, little, a little bit more about it than me. I can't believe it's happening. The next um, is playing at the Nederlander Theater. Uh, first Love preview. the Nederlander. I know. First preview, March 8th, opening March 28th. Um, this is the Who's Tommy, mm. uh, obviously writer Pete Townsend and Des McAnuff. How do I say his name? McAnuff? Yep. Yeah, I guess. Yep. I don't know. Uh, he did the book starring a lot of the people who played in the, um, off Broadway, the Chicago version. Chicago. So, Goodman. um, Adam Jacobs. Yeah. Adam Jacobs, uh, Bobby Conte, and then Ali Lewis Borsgui. Borsgui? I did not look up how to say Ali's name before this, but they'll be starring as the title role in the Who's in Who's Tommy, um, reprising it from their off Broadway debut. So that's really exciting. Love this show. Literally, the first note, I'm like ugh, crying tears. It's so good. I'm very yeah. intrigued how this will how they'll set this up um on broadway versus what they just did if it will change at all um but i will say this is a show i feel like that will attract people like my parents and me like Mm -hmm. i want to see the show because i'm intrigued but then my parents want to see the show because they like the music this is like one of my favorite jukebox musicals yeah and i am excited to just have another revival in here we don't have many this season um, so it's just adds a little bit there. I feel like all the revivals this year, actually this, this 2023, 24 season are all very different, which is exciting. So. Yeah. And see, this is when you're like, yes, this helps with the diversity of your audience. Like it's possible that these things might have a more sustainable audience. Time will right. tell literally only time will tell. True. 
This yeah. next one, the Outsiders playing at the Bernard 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 the Jacobs Theater, which I can't say at all. Um, first previewing on March 16th and opening on April 11th. I will say, didn't we talk about because Tony's vote? You have to your show has to open by like April like 15th or something. Rachel's gonna look that up, but I'm gonna say. Um, this show is based on the S.E. Hinton novel and Francis Ford Coppola film. It premiered- have you read this novel? I have okay. not read the novel. Oh. It's probably okay. made for me. But um, La Jolla Playhouse, it premiered in 2023. Um, and it's produced by Angelina Jolie, uh, which we talked about. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes. Again, this is just another one that I'm like, interesting like all these shows are deciding to be put on now but i feel like so there's there's a couple in particular that i'm like you could have waited and probably maybe but i'm uh, but again if this season is this crowded like next year is probably going to be even more crowded so that's crazy but i think in 2019 i think we've talked about 2019 had like one of the biggest which was right before covid had like one of the biggest seasons on broadway yeah crazy i guess i want for all of these in in general yes i want to say that according to my quick search without me downloading the tony guidelines the tony eligibility guidelines and reading them uh it says the 25th of april but um if they obviously have um, are okay with all the other eligibility if they are eligible for other right. reasons right yeah any thoughts on the outsiders when I read this book in high school, I had no thoughts about it being a musical. <laughs> that that sometimes that's a good like. Some it could be good. It could be yeah. good, but is it gonna give like? I don't know. I just don't know how you adapt this for the musical space. But mm-hmm. I have not heard or seen anything, and so I don't want to judge it too soon. But how do you adapt? Uh, autobiographical book about Alexander Hamilton. That's all I'm saying. Fair. There was some teasing before it went to Broadway on what it was going to be, though. What do we have next? Next, we have the show that I'm pretty sure I know how to pronounce, Limpica. Limpica? Limpica? Yeah. It's all about the pronunciation, and you know I don't know how to do that. Um, at the I know. At the Long Anchor Theater... Um, first preview March 19th opening April 14th so definitely making that cutoff if they qualify for other reasons um, director Rachel Shavikin Shavikin I don't know why mm-hmm. I said that weirdly um, and this I is she directed Hadestown uh, Natasha Pierre oh Natasha Pierre did she do Hadestown and Hadestown yep and Hadestown mm-hmm. and there you go yeah. Um, yeah, this is very interesting. This is a bio musical, you know, following Tara de Lempica, if I could say her Tamara, wow. De Lempica, if I can say their name correctly. Tian Tamara. Yeah. Tian Tamara. It's following the sister sisters. As a plug, Sister Sisters could be a great musical. Okay, anyway. Sure. Um, starring Eden Espinosa, Amber. 
Einman and Andrew Simonski. Wow, I cannot speak. But also Bethel Le- Level. Beth, wow, yeah, Bethel. Beth Level. Beth Level. Is, yeah, yeah. I was combined her first and last name. I'm very intrigued by that. Also, um, as of recording this today, they did like a PR, like marketing thing, and they sang a couple songs at some like new restaurant. Is it a restaurant? I don't even know what it was. What? Okay. Um, Broadway.com post today. We'll put it in oh, our show. We need to notes. watch it. Yeah. And um, it was interesting. Again, another show that, like, I do love Eden. Um, yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I don't know. Is there room for this, too? I, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I and oh, let's just reserve our final thoughts for the end. But the reality is. Who you're, who's in your season matters mm-hmm. on whether or not you're seen. I mean, that's just right. like, we all knew this from America's Next Top Model. Like, it, who's in your season matters. Amazing. And The Bachelor, I guess. Um, sure. This next one is fascinating. We got the full casting today um, as of recording this. Suffs, the musical, playing at the Music Box Theater. Um, which is where Evan Hansen was, I believe. Um, yes, that's right. First preview, March 26th, opening on April 18th. Um, Shauna, Shana, Shana, Shauna, um, Taub is, oh. who is the book, mere music, and lyrics writer. Again, taking a page out of Hamilton, starring in the show, too. Also about an American historical time yes. period. Yes. Um musical about the American suffragist movement coming to Broadway after it's sold out run at the public. Again, take yes. another page from Hamilton starting at the public. Um, I mean, again, this would be the Hamilton of the season, except yeah. that the season's so oversaturated. Yeah. So will and it rise above? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, also if it does, I wonder if it, they've done some punch ups since the public, you know, we'll see. But um, the first, uh, obviously, bit of casting I noticed is that Philip Sue is not in the Broadway run, which makes no. me very sad. Very yeah. Sad. I will say Lee Silverman, um, the director, is the um, nominated for Tony Award Best Direction of a Musical for Violet, the musical. Mm. That was so good. So, I... I mean, and their direction is the same, you know, coming from the public theater. I'm sure that they'll adapt some. But I, this, if I were to have a show where I knew coming in without all knowing what else was going to open, this would have been my show to watch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, of course, Nikki and James, Jen Kaloa, Emily Skinner adding to the cast, which is exciting. Amazing. Great names. Tell us about this next. We heard a bit of thing about this next one, Rachel, from someone that we talked to, who you guys will hear later on in the in um in the season. This season on Theater Nerds. This season um, on Theater Nerds. Season three. Um, know? I cannot believe I cannot believe this is opening. I really can't. I guess I do, but I still can't. So, opening at the Schubert Theater, March or first preview, March twenty eighth opening April 20th, so maybe making the eligibility here. Writers Alicia Keys and Christopher, wow, Christopher? Wow. Christopher Diaz. Christopher. Yeah, Christopher. 
Not Chris. <laughs> Mr. Misopheles, Christopher. Um, opening Hell's Kitchen, which is basically a jukebox-ish musical. Yes, this is what we learned from our friend who is. I did not realize that. I thought Alicia Keys wrote new songs. New for songs, this which apparently musical. she did. But our friend told us that it straight up ends with Empire State of Mind. Empire State of Mind. <laughs> Which is so, so crazy. Like, terrible. Sitting there and being like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I forgot to ask him, Rachel, but I wonder if Girl on Fire is on this too. I don't know. I was know. like, she's just a girl and she's like, could you imagine I can't imagine in the that. public and being like, what? what? What is going on? I can't. I still, once again, cannot believe that this is transferring yeah. this season. And Well, for me, it's the next one that we're going to talk about. And two, also Michael Greif directing yes. third musical on broadway this season that so is what we deduce though is if if lee silverman doesn't win best director michael greif has got a good chance of being he nominated get nominated for all three which would be hilarious but also he's never won rent next to normal dear evan hansen he has never won a directing yeah. tony which is just wild i think the broadway league is somehow like you're too good just and that's why he said this yeah. time mm-hmm. i'm bringing three musicals yes, to the table exactly. he's like you have to now he's pulling a, a a casey nicola uh yeah it's just crazy um this next oh, one God. which got announced like Jesus. a day or two ago as of recording this officially um, this was the one that i was like when this got announced like yesterday i think i was kind of like wait what like what? I once again, this is when we were having that conversation a few weeks ago, Taylor. I was like, I knew something else was gonna come, but why don't we just wait? Why can't we just wait? You know, theater happens in the summer, guys. So this is the Great Gatsby. Yeah, again, Hamilton opened in the summer and it looked what it did. Um, the Great Gatsby opening at the Broadway Theater, which is a great theater, huge theater. This is actually the perfect theater. Huge theater. <laughs> so kind of the perfect and it's the the thing about this is that because of who's in it and the the material, this is gonna sell out the Broadway theater, which is kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. You don't think so? I think no. it is. Um, previewing I March don't... 29th, opening on April fifteenth or April twenty fifth. I can read. Um, can we? Starring Jeremy Jordan and Eva Nobilizada. Again, where is that Samantha Polly casting announcement? Um, this is the adaptation of F. Scott Fitzgerald's classic novel, the first adaptation musical. We will get another one, and will it be better? Only time will tell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I he, Jason Howland <laughs> as the music, Nathan Tyson as lyrics, Kate Kerrigan as the book. Jason Howland specifically wanted to mention Jason from Shocked, which we mentioned at the beginning. Right. Yeah. What I've heard about this musical is that it's just a lot of individual pieces and it's not quite put together. Mm-hmm. This is why when you said it's going to sell out the Broadway theater, I I think maybe for like one week, mm-hmm. unless like real things change. I, I just think that they, I, it, with some of the songs that we've seen clips of, they're really great, but also a show can't stand on show stoppers alone. 
Like it can for some, but it can't for Mm -hmm. everything. And this is a big show and people, people have big feelings about the great Gatsby as as content. I don't know why, but they really do. It's like Romeo and Juliet. It's very divisive. And if people don't interpret what they think is happening correctly in the show based off Mm -hmm. of the book, I mean, people, I don't know. People might hate see it. I don't know. Um, But I want to say that like everyone, like all of these people are great people, like are great Hmm. at their very talented that's what i should say at all of, i keep using great because it's a great Gatsby. Right. uh are very talented at their their things i just don't know like does talent soup make a good meal i don't know well, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out we're gonna find out time will tell yeah that's wow i need to stew on that for a minute <laughs> but, um <laughs> thank you um also i wonder if it could be like Bonnie and Clyde, another Jimmy Jordan musical that I think is incredible, but um, it flops kind of. Yeah, but flopped and had this big, you know, kind of came in and did this kind of small, quiet run, but left newsies for it. Yes, it did. Yeah. But I wonder if, like, Bonnie and Clyde was kind of relying on its two stars with Jeremy and Laura, and this is also kind of relying on jeremy and eva so i agree we'll see um we will see but speaking of newsies opening (laughs) april 20th what a transition (laughs) opening april 22nd first preview march 29th at the james earl jones theater the heart of rock and roll starring none other than Corey cott um mackenzie kurtz john dossett Josh Breckenridge uh, and and others, etc. Many, many others. There's et so many names here. Oh my um, God. Writers Jonathan A. Abrams and then Tyler Mitchell uh, and director Gordon Greenberg. It's a musical comedy by Huey Lewis and the News, like by the songs. Um, you box musical. But I'm like, uh, well, clearly the heart of rock and roll. Right. Um, premiered at the Globe in 2018, so we're seeing something that's been like in the works for a while. This is because this why, kind of- I I once again yeah. say why. Well, this is the this is the what beautiful beautiful noise of this season, I guess. Is it? I don't know because you have this and you have the Who's Tommy and like the Who's right. Tommy's winning right. out. Right. Right. I think. I mean, I would I see this because Corey Cott's in it? You sure? Yeah, right. But why is Corey Cott doing this? He needs to. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, come on, Corey. You were bandstand. What did it do for your career? I don't know. Guys, also, uh, if you thought we were done with our theater review, we're not done yet. We're not done. It's still going. Um, <laughs> opening at the Marquee Theater, The Wiz, The Wicked Part Two. Um, previewing march 29th opening on april 17th i'm excited for this wayne brady's gonna be in it deborah cox um it's gonna be great i think it's gonna be really really good and i think it has the potential to maybe not overturn merrily's reign on the season merrily we roll along but I think it has the potential to it, and I think that's interesting. The next one also has the potential. Um, yeah, this this is when you're like, I really am so sad that this is in the revival category with the next one. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a good – I mean, if the four revivals are 
merrily we roll along the ways the who's tommy and this and cabaret this next one that's a good revival category yeah i will say and 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 very diverse yes all over the place cabaret opening at the august wilson theater April 1st is the preview, and April 20th. This is insane. I'm sorry. I uh, can't. There's the so many shows. So many. This is the Kander and Ebb musical revival coming off the Olivier Award-winning West End revival, starring Eddie Redmayne and B.B. Newworth coming, um, and Gail Rankin. Very excited about this show. Um, I have never seen Cabaret, so I would love what? to get a chance if this went on tour. I don't think I'll be able to get to New York in April, but we'll see. Um, I Yeah, I've never seen it. We'll talk about the movie someday on this podcast. Um, Please. Yeah. So I would love to watch the movie, too. So, yeah, exciting. Like, again, maybe the revivals are a little bit more exciting this year than the new musicals. Just putting I will out. say... I'm pretty sure the only revi- the two revival tickets we're going to be able to afford are The Wiz and The Who's Tommy. Just so we I mean, you saw it already, so you could afford it. Listen. Listen. <laughs> uh, <sighs> okay. Well, next what, up. More? Yeah. Next up, because we're not done. No. It, opening done. at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. You didn't even think there were this many theaters, I bet. Um, first preview April second, opening April twenty third, um, starring none other than Rachel McAdams. Regina George herself. Is it weird that Rachel McAdams is going to be on Broadway playing in this play while a version of a movie that she starred in is going to be on Broadway? As also, a did you did you see? Because you know the Amanda Seyfried and Lindsay Lohan and Lacey Chabert did that Walmart commercial the like Yeah, movie. why did Rachel McAdams not do and it? She she got asked about it and she was like basically like I don't want to do a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Which fair, fair. Um <sighs> go watch Rachel McAdams in um Are You There God It's Me Margaret. It's a great movie. Highly recommend. So also good. a great book. Yes, great book. Um, so writer Amy Herzog and director Ann Kaufman. Um, this is a premiere, a Broadway premiere of the play Mary Jane that starred, that starred, that was off Broadway in 2017. It's all about, um, Spider-Man's girlfriend. <sighs> Rachel McAdams, Mary yeah. Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Hollywood comes to Broadway part three, part 800. Part 929. Yeah. 529. 600 How many actors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hollywood strikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all we gotta say. Have us a, a host. Hey, Tony's. We'll host it. Hey, Tony's. Call um, Uncle Vanya opening at the Vivian Beaumont Theater. The Vanya Vivian. Vanya Vivian. That's interesting. That's hard. Um, hard to say. Hard work there. Yeah. Uh, first preview starting April 2nd, 2024. Opening <laughs> on April 24th. Starring, again, another movie actor, Steve Carell. Hollywood. Um, Michael Scott himself. Did you see they're doing a Office Reboot, so weird. Why? Um, I don't know. 
Let good created, things die. It's created by the same person who did the U.S. Office. It's so strange. Um, also starring Jackson Harper, uh, William Jackson Harper, Al- Alfred Mer- Molina, and uh, Anika Noni Rose, which is this is a great cast. And and Jane Hobbyshell. This is a great cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, directed by Lily Newbuyer. Um, yeah, and then Uncle Vanya, a classic. So. Right. Steve Carell, I hope you get your Steve Carell in this is very intriguing. Yes. So oh. this oh, next you. play at the Hayes Theater yeah. is going to preview on April 2nd and open on April 25th. So I don't know if it'll qualify. We'll see. Starring none other than Celia Keenan-Bolger and Jessica La- Lang. Wow, can I say her her name? And oh, Jim Parsons. I know, but I, I almost didn't say her name correctly. Mm. And Jim Parsons. What? Hello? This will be very interesting. It will be this interesting. is a play by Paula Vogel, who is a Pulitzer Prize winner. And the director is Tina Landau. I don't know Ooh. anything about this show yeah. at well, all. Tina Landau, I believe, did but um, she... SpongeBob, didn't she? Yes, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Your favorite. So you should sure see. We should see it just for that. I'm sure and, exactly like SpongeBob. and Celia. <laughs> yeah, I do love Celia. I do love Celia, um, so much. I know she has a Tony, but I just want her to have more. So Tonys, Tonys, Tonys. I know for her for days for Tonys. And last but not least, oh my gosh, uh, today as of recording this, that um, stereophonic. Um, we'll be opening at the Golden Theater, um, preview starting April 3rd and um, opening on April 19th. This is the critically acclaimed play about an up-and-coming band making their first studio album, which sounds very interesting, actually. It sounds fascinating. But this is a musical, right? I guess it is. It does, maybe it's a, it's a play with music. Because this is my question, because um, is this like, um, what was that TV show that just came out on um, We're both Amazon friends. TV and it's based off of Daisy Jones and the Six. Like, Daisy that's Jones not, Jones. that's like the music is because of their recording. Mm-hmm. Does that count as a musical? The, the TV show? Or the, no, that, is this what this is? Like, is this the same kind of premise of like, it's because they're talking about like recording, making their first studio album? I guess. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what the Tony voters decide what it is. Yeah. Well, don't we don't know. Time will tell. It does Literally, say original, we know original songs here by Will I Buck. know. I mean, I know there's going to be singing. I'm just right. like, is is it a musical? Yeah, I don't know. I I'm just going off what the playbill. It's too late in the day for us to decide. It's it literally considering it just got announced today. We made it. We did it. Yeah, too late in the day. Well, How many shows is that? Question. I don't know. Let's count them all. Nineteen. That is crazy. That is crazy. Do you think we'll get one more announcement? <laughs> I like, think there... we're. I think we're gonna push send on this. And like, if we're lucky, it'll be Sunday night that we like, get an will announcement. Smash, will Smash join, or will that be the fall? 
because there is that there is that workshop happening. But I guess maybe they want to do an off Broadway run. First. It's a six week know. workshop, right? That's so yeah. long. They'll right, they'll right. announce for the fall. That's I mean, NBC they'll announce money right there. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Okay, wow. so Broadway, lots of things oh, happening. Gosh. I drank all of my liquids just to get through that because 19 yeah. new shows coming yeah. to Broadway. Not so just cool. like, not just like in the entire season, like in the spring. This is our spring yeah. theater preview. Because in the fall, we had so many shows open too. So I don't even know. Guys, I just tell me what's happening. Um, I'm going to quickly oh say. Mike. On my side of the country, I always like to shout out the Kennedy Center in D.C. We love um, it. Tick, tick, boom. The Neil Patrick Harris directed, starring Brandon Uranowitz and Gray Henson and Denise Benton will be playing January 26th through February 4th. Get your tickets now. This could be a – Rachel believes that it will be a transfer for next next season maybe. Um, I do. I don't think it has room for this season. We'll see. Um, uh, I also just also want to shout out um, the company revival will be there from March 12th through March 31st. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it, but I would absolutely love to. Um, so go check that out. Lots of other tours happening there, such as Funny Girl and The Kite Runner and Back to the Future the musical is happening in the next year. So lots of stuff happening at the Kennedy Center. Always check it out. My area, the my little theaters, I always like to represent the little theaters. Yes. Uh, little Theater of Norfolk, which is right near me. Um, I recently, in the fall, saw Town there. Very fun. Um, but this spring, they're doing a play. Uh, wait, what does it say here? I gotta bring my... A mystery farce is what it says. Uh, it's called but why bump off barnaby <laughs> that sounds amazing i know and it's uh by rick abbott um starting january 12th so it's already open through january 28th so very exciting. you only have a few more days to go I know, see it i know and then starting march 22nd through april 7th they are showing douglas lyons play chicken and biscuits <laughs> Um, <laughs> the the big river, the big river musical writer, uh, movie musical writer. Um, yeah, and then May thirty first through June twenty third, which I'll probably reference this again. Uh, they're doing a gentleman's guide to love and murder, so very exciting there. Yes, and then the little theater of Virginia Beach. Always want to shout them out as well. January nineteenth. Through February 11th, they are doing Lorraine Hansberry's play, A Raisin in the Sun, which is very exciting. That's very good. Classic. Yes. Very good. Um, And then March 22nd through April 14th, another... It's funny how similar these two... Hmm. Hmm. Agatha Christie's A Murder is Announced... They got and uh, mind you, both of these seasons had a gentleman's guide for love and murder. Also, they're just that's my times. favorite. So then they yeah. also have chicken and biscuits, similar to a raisin in the sun. Both, you know, black play it plays about black and families. Yeah, fascinating. And then they have the Agatha Christie one and the Barnaby. Above Barnaby, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is wild. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then May 17th through June 9th, a comedy by Paul musical. Slade Smith oh. is a play. The Outsider is what it's called. Oh, it's a play. They didn't do a spring musicale. But there's a 2024 summer show that I will talk about in our summer, in our summer preview. That is mm. very exciting. And Rachel Good for you. I know she would. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm on pins and needles. Uh, yeah. What do you got, Rachel? Okay. There's a lot happening in my neck of the woods in Nashville, Tennessee. TPAC, which is our Tennessee Performing Arts Center, hosts our Broadway touring. And coming up, um, we have Girl from the North Country that's playing uh, the last week of January into the first week of February. Then the week of Valentine's Day, Tina Turner, the Mm -hmm. Tina Turner musical um, is here. (laughs) I know. And then uh, the website is down, so I'm doing this all from my calendar. So that's really exciting. And then uh, the week of uh, March 11th through the 17th, Beetlejuice is coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, and last but not least, in the spring, I think we have one more. Spring will come. Oh, I, I should say Annie's going to be here March 25th through the 30th, 31st. Yeah, and Rachel's going to understudy. I am always going to understudy Annie. And that's all for the spring for TPAC. Okay. okay, And then local theater. We love local theater. Um, Happening this, after recording this, it will have already happened. The Heathers I'm going to see at Vanderbilt Off-Broadway Productions. Yes. Super exciting. They're amazing. Um, March 15th through the 31st, the best little whorehouse in Texas is playing at the Circle Player Theater. Then, um, yeah, then does May count as spring or summer? May? That's still spring. Well, we might say it. We might say it again. But um, Rock of Ages, also at Circle Players Theater, May 10th through the 26th. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're interested in children's theater, Finding Nemo is happening April 6th through May 19th. Um, AOO Productions in Nashville is playing, or playing, is producing Bonnie and Clyde February 9th through 18th. Oh my gosh, you have to go see it, Rachel. I know. It's on my list. I know. Um. The Belmont Theater, so uh, one of our other uh, colleges, I was like universities, cannot speak, uh, is uh, playing, is producing Starting Here, Starting Now, February 23rd through the 25th. And then mm-hmm. what show is marked on my calendar? Legally Blonde, March 22nd through 24th. Then our oh Nashville, God. I know, oh my God. Um, then the Nashville Repertory Theater is doing Indecent, the play, February 2nd through the 11th. Then they're putting on the color purple. Fascinating. April 5th wow. through the 14th. Also, I'm like, fascinating, fascinating. And then POTUS, May 10th through the 19th. Oh, so great. I know. I then, had tickets for POTUS at a place near us um a couple hours away but we had to go get our uh son who we adopted so very important (laughs) weighing our options um speaking of weighing our options in uh there is one theater that's producing a play it might be a musical but i think it's a play 
And um, the street theater company, they're producing the trail to Oregon and it's a choose your own adventure. So the audience gets to participate in which way the story unfolds. I'm very excited about this. You all take a road trip to Oregon during the show. <laughs> yes. Something like that. Dysentery, I'm sure, will be my response. Wow. Um, Studio 10 is doing Driving Miss Daisy, March 7th through the 17th. And then Hamlet is being produced with the Nashville Shakespeare Company and Lipscomb Academy, April 19th through the 28th. And last but not least, because performing arts is not just musicals, Romeo and Juliet is playing at the Nashville Ballet, April 20th through 22nd. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So much happening in Nashville. If you want to go see a show, please let me know. And you live here or you don't live here, but you're coming into town. So Um, much theater happening this spring. Very exciting. It's overwhelming. It is overwhelming, especially this late night. It's Taylor is going to go to sleep and he's going to have nightmares about the theaters. They're just going to come in, come in one by one. Lempica is going to be in my nightmares. (laughs) he's gonna have he's gonna have a dream about the tony awards and no all the tony like all the papers are on fire because they're just too many things that's what great gatsby those those eyes from the great gatsby are gonna be in my nightmares (laughs) gosh i can't even um i hope you guys enjoyed this this is (laughs) always fun it's this is a fun always fun um to talk about the season i mean again it's it's a thanksgiving meal that we may be overstuffed for so i'm full for sure yeah yeah i've had all the sides and i'm full i am (laughs) so full oh rachel thank you for having this preview discussion everyone go see as much theater as you can this year all right rachel let's talk about our character of the week Let's do it. That's right. I'm trying to sound less like a cheerleader every time I do it. No, it is what it is. It's fine. Um, I miss my calling. Um, This is the segment where you realize, sweet relief, you've made it to the end of the spring theater preview. Um, But also, this is the time where Taylor and I think about how we've been feeling and thinking how we've been feeling and what we've been thinking and then scour the theater universe for a character that has the same kind of thoughts, feelings, vibes, or it might not even be a character, but something theater. Yeah. Something theater. That's right. We would also love to hear your thoughts on all these 20 bajillion shows opening on Broadway and the mean girls movie and the mean girls movie. That's right. Please comment in our, on our social media about the Mean Girls movie and just just um, spam Renee Rapp's Twitter about her coming on the show. That's all I want to say. Um, <laughs> if you add her a million times, say, uh, go on Theater Nerd Pod. Go on Theater Nerd Pod. She has to come on, obviously. It's um, just science. It's just science. <laughs> exactly. It's just science. My, by the way, speaking of Mean Girls, I forgot to mention, my favorite line from the original movie was not in this one, and I was kind of sad, which is, um, if you're from Africa, why are you white? Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. <laughs> it is person. good. That's that is a good. Um, we also want to hear your characters of the week. Are you a Regina or are you a Karen this week? Hmm. Let us know. Comment on our social media pages. Tell us all these things this week, and you may get a shout-out on a future episode. Rachel, who is your character this week? This week, 
I have been in the snow and the only person to make it to work. Um, so I have walked my little self to work um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all by myself. Um, and I'm not normally used to running my work by myself. <laughs> Um, and it's more than just emails for those who don't know me. Uh, anyway, so that's been chaotic and I have cut meat and made meals and I'm like, wow, now I know how to cut chicken. I never knew. I didn't know. It didn't happen before this week. Conquering yeah. mm-hmm. fears. Anyway, that reminds me. Uh, so I have a lot of chaotic energy. So even though I'm super tired, it's like, is how I feel. Right. Right. And that reminds me of someone who's so good at playing this role, Sarah Stiles, who plays Sandy Lester from Tootsie the Musical, who has a bajillion words to say in one of her songs, and it's unbelievably good. So that's what I'm feeling. It's like chaotic, you need to calm down, girl, are you okay, energy. Is this the Lily Cooper role? No, this is Sarah Stiles. Oh, oh, Sarah Stiles. Right, 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 right. Yes. My brain, my brain. Yes. Amazing. It's like if you and if you haven't listened to the music, it's meh. But you should listen to you should listen to uh what's gonna happen um by Sarah Styles, her character Sandy Lester. And what's gonna happen to Rachel at work? That's what we're all gonna find out. And you know week. what? She reprises it at the end, so we'll all know next week. Rachel will definitely have her reprise. Um <laughs> uh, Taylor, who I are love you? That- I love that Rachel, like, this is Rachel's version of, like, when she tells her grandkids, like, I walked five miles in the snow. <laughs> yes. It's not like that. I, the walking to work is the least chaotic part of the work right. experience over the last few days. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We're all we're all praying for you and there for you, Thank Rachel. You. Yeah, I hope I make it to Friday. Um, my character this week, funny enough, the musical is very similar to Tootsie and we will find out why. Um, this week, my (laughs) wife, my wife and I, um, bought a new couch. We also, um, had cluttered our entire house and then getting rid of things. Spring cleaning. Nesting part two. We're nesting part two. Exactly. We, we only have one baby right now. We're just (laughs) one baby. Um, and we're just getting rid of a lot of stuff and we're just adult yeah adulting hard we we bought a sectional which my wife referred to as the minivan of couches um (laughs) which is very hilarious oh good that's so good so anyway because of that i am feeling like really the ultimate housewife who really is a house husband And that's because I'm Mrs. Doubtfire from Mrs. Doubtfire, the musical. Um, yeah, again, similar to Tootsie a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the same vein. Yeah. Drag. Yes. That's all. Okay. I love that. I love that. Very, very cozy. Very British. Love it. Uh, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerpod.com. Also, our YouTube channel, Theater Nerd Podcast, and on our social media at Theater Nerd Pod on Instagram and Threads, and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.